Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. You guys were down pretty much from the beginning of the game all the way until Jake tied it up at the end. How do you keep that morale up to keep yourselves in the game? We've been in situations like that. I mean, we're just telling our offense, like, hey, we know you guys are going to pull through. We didn't know when, if it's going to be in the third quarter or the fourth quarter, but we know you guys will pull through and we'll, we'll keep our end of the bargain. So uh, defense, every time it was uh, said the offense would come out and three and out, we already had the mentality, like, all right, we're going to keep them from not scoring. I'll hold them to a field goal if that, but if anything else than that is bad. So uh, we kept high hopes, and uh, the offense did their job. They, they went down, they scored. Uh, Micah had that great catch, and uh, everything was just on point. Kyrus Tonga right there, Gordon, as BYU continues to get ready for USC going on, uh, coming up on Saturday, kickoffs at 1.30. Uh, we'll get the pregame show started, by the way, at noon uh, on uh, 97.5 FM. Uh, the Ute pregame show is going to be on 12.80 AM, also starting at noon so i'm gonna be hanging out with frank dolce and the uh, hans is gonna be hanging out with will snowden and those guys by the way are gonna be down at jcw's in the plum tree shopping center i don't think there's much debate about uh the byu usc game being the game of the week around here that is an interesting game at every level and it's even interesting for utah fans because they want to see what's going on with that uh, with the trojans and obviously, it's right in front of BYU's face. So uh, so everyone is kind of interested in that. Utah, Idaho State. I've been looking at this game, looking for things that might be of interest, Jake. And I know you have, too, since you'll be involved in the uh, in the overall sort of preparation for the game. And, and oh, it's going to be a gripping pregame show. It, 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 Just it, gripping. Storylines everywhere for this one. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure, you know, uh, what would make that game interesting. The only thing that would make it interesting in a negative way is if Utah doesn't come out and perform the way you would expect the Utes to against a vastly inferior opponent. Well, it's not, it's not Idaho State Bengals' fault that they're not as good as the Utes. They're, they're just, they're not as good. It's... It's a scheduling thing. It's a money game. And I think these money games are kind of a joke because all they do is, you know, the kids run out on the field and they get they get beat up. And people say, yeah, but they want the challenge. They want, Yeah, they want the challenge for the first quarter. And then after that, it's uh, clear what's going on. Do you agree with me on that? I mean, I, what are they paying them? What are they paying? I'm not know. sure. Half a million dollars? I don't know. So it, it's nice for the program, for the athletic department to get money, but it's coming right into the grill of the players who who really don't deserve to get beat up like that. Um, you're Now, one, one thing I, I like about your NFL exercise, becoming a Rams fan, is I think you might you might pick up on something by identifying with fans, all right? Because That's what I'm trying to here's do. Here's what yeah. fans find interesting. Their team kicking the hell out of another team. They find that interesting. Not, they find, not, not like this. Trust me. Fans find that interesting. And, and here's the other thing. These money games serve a purpose because you need some easy wins on your schedule. If you're going to get to where you want to go, you need some W's. And, and where this game comes. This I think is a is, freaking week off. 
Right, but that's the point. Is it really the point? That is exactly the point. And to have a game like this going into USC is a tremendous advantage. And I'll tell you what Utah fans want out of the BYU-USC game, because I I heard DJ and PK talking about Mm -hmm. this this week. You want BYU to give USC fits. You want USC to come out of that game tired and bruised. Win or loss isn't so much of a thing. You want them coming out of that game spent. Because your ones will be resting up and sipping on uh, some sort of uh, liquid refreshment by the start of the third quarter. Bingo. So all this stuff is important to fans and makes makes this game more interesting to fans. I'm not sure that it really makes the game more interesting. It might make it more advantageous for the Utes, but for the fan. Yeah, the fan likes to see their team kick the hell out of another team. Yes. Yes, they they enjoy that. Well, BYU back in the day certainly made a living out of that stuff, didn't they? Beating right. UTEP 83-7 to or whatever it was. And then you're fresh when you have a big game, however many big games you have uh, during the year. And with a Pac-12 schedule, I mean, you need a couple of gimmies. But, but does, that, does that make a game worth going to? For the fans. Some, yeah. Some fans it does. It reminds me of when Hans decided to challenge my daughter in a tennis match. And, Jake, you were there. Uh You were warming my daughter up. I was, yeah. And it was over at Eccles Tennis Center, and it was was a nice crowd. A, A nice crowd for about the first three games. And after that, everybody started to leave because Hans was getting absolutely wiped off the floor. Couldn't even return a serve. Is that fun? Uh, uh, it's there, there is some fun in watching Hans get humiliated by a teenage girl in a sport. Yeah, there's some fun there. Sure. A 12-year-old. Wasn't quite Not a quite a teenager, teenager yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see what I'm saying. But... It wasn't any fun to watch. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you didn't your, enjoy your, it? Your dad was the umpire for he that. Was. He was in the chair. And he would just I'll never forget the beginning of that because you went out on the court and sort of warm and sit up. And, and Kevin, Kevin Graham, our good buddy, he turns to me and said, Hans is screwed. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> real trouble. But that's what's going to happen. Utah fans are going to show up at Rice-Eccles, they're going to look out on the field, and they're going to say the Bengals are screwed. Yeah, right. They already know it. They and know they're it still before. going to cheer for every score. I'm telling you right now, there will be empty seats. Well, there was in the NIU game, and in yeah. fact, DJ and PK talked about that this morning. Maybe we'll uh, we'll weigh in on that as well, because Kyle Whittingham mentioned brought it, it up. Yeah, mentioned it. So. Mm-hmm. Do you see this story about Odell Beckham uh, Jr., who's accusing uh, Jets uh, defensive coordinator Greg Williams of of uh, telling his players to go hurt him? Well, Greg Williams does have a bit of a history. Yeah. Because he guess. was the – what do you mean, I guess? Wasn't he the coordinator for uh, Bounty Gate for the Saints? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't seem that far out of bounds, right? And if you refuse to take off – he, he – is playing with a $350,000 watch that he refuses to play without. Now, I've seen very various prices on it. I've seen 350 and I've seen 190000 I don't 
does it, oh, it doesn't matter. Have you ever watched? Anything above 10, you it ever, would be egregious. you ever bought an expensive watch? Uh... <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I mean, no, I wouldn't say not really. I, I got a really nice watch for my five-year anniversary with the with the company. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. But I'll, I'll tell you, when I was a kid, I got a watch for my birthday, and I was fired up about it. I was wearing it everywhere, and I wore it to baseball practice. Timex? I don't remember what it was. But I wore it to baseball practice, uh, and since I'm a, uh, I'm a lefty, well, it, it doesn't matter. It was on the same uh, hand as my glove. And I'm standing in line as we're waiting to, to get flies. You know, uh-huh. we're taking fly balls. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yucking it up with somebody. And the coach mishits the fly ball and hits it right into the line of us waiting. And I'm not paying attention at all. And it hit my watch square on. Huh. I had it for less than 24 hours. And it got ruined at baseball practice. So would you uh, recommend uh, that he not wear the watch? Why would he want to wear the watch? I don't know. Is he have an endorsement what deal? Difference does it make? I... You got somewhere to be. <laughs> Man, I got a dinner party that starts in forty minutes. Let's get this going. One time, uh, I was in Hawaii, and my good friend Blake. He, uh, we were walking by this, uh, this. Uh, what, what's the watch that's so expensive there? A Rolex. A Rolex. There's a Rolex store. And he walked in there, and he told the the, the uh, woman behind the counter, said, my friend is about to come in here, and he really wants one of these. And he's going to act like he doesn't, but he really does. So so bring the, the hard sales pitch here. You know? So I stumble in there. <laughs> she was she was all over it, man. Like, I was, like, <laughs> looking at her like, hey, I don't want a Rolex, you know? Oh, yes, you do. And if you would have bought one, would you would have wear it playing football? No, I, that's I know. I put it in a safety deposit box somewhere, probably. But I, I, I understand. <laughs> we're getting a we're getting a little off topic. Yeah, we are. But I understand Antonio Brown's helmet thing <laughs> more than I understand Odell Beckham's watch thing. Unless unless he's getting paid to wear it. You think that's what it is? I, I have no idea. I've not really paid that much attention to that story. It did catch my my uh, attention, but uh, I, 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 I don't know the details of it or why he was being so stubborn about the whole thing. And didn't he say he's just going to go on wearing it? Yeah. He's going <laughs> to just keep wearing it. It uh, takes a licking and keeps on ticking? No, but the, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, the helmet thing, okay, I mean— Adjust with the times, man, and you've been warned it's been coming for a while. I get it. But that that has to do with comfort, and he's mm-hmm. been doing it the same way. Like, you could see that actually having an impact on the way that he does his job. Why would you possibly want to wear a watch <laughs> as a football player? What does that have to do with anything? I don't know why anybody wants to wear a watch doing anything physical. I don't know why golfers wear it. I, I don't know why tennis players wear it, uh, other than the endorsement. You know, they're getting paid a lot of money, I imagine. Hmm. But I don't even really pay much attention to a watch when you got all that football gear on, you know? Why you gotta, just, I like it. You, you got a dinner party. I'm, I'm just racking my brain for a, a purpose of, of wearing a watch. 
why would you possibly need to know uh, what time it is? I, I guess watches t- do other things uh, these days. I always thought time just sort of stood still during a game. Is it his way of texting or something during the game? Because maybe I, it's a smartwatch. I don't know. I, I don't know. For $350,000, it better be more than smart. He's got to keep track of his steps. <laughs> it's, it's is that what it is? <laughs> it's one of those exercise deals? Oh. Guys, I've got I got five more hundred more steps to go today. <laughs> Run me on a long route, would you? Right, Verticals. Like, defensive backs are gonna say, "Hey, you got the time? <laughs> you got the time? Can you give me the time?" Oh, brother. Yeah, I nobody get... asks that anymore because everyone has phones. Everyone has access to you know. When was the last time you went up to somebody and say, hey, "What time is it?" Been a long time. Because we all carry phones with us. No, no one will be able to sing the song. Uh, Does anybody know what time it is? Chicago tune. Oh, I see. She's so a story about uh, Team USA Chief Jerry Colangelo saying that he will remember the players that didn't show up for the 2019 World Cup. He's kind of hit on that for a while, right? That that well, if you want to play in, in the Olympics, you have to participate in the non-glamour years. What too. does that mean? Does that mean that if LeBron James says, hey, I want to play in the Olympics next year, you're not going to let him? Uh, maybe more like someone like Devin Booker. Uh. Or somebody, I mean, you know, LeBron James wants to be on your team. You say, sure. <laughs> you know, but maybe one of those kind of border players. That that they really could have used, like they could have used somebody like Devin Booker in this oh, tournament yeah. for uh-huh. sure. Yeah, and maybe somebody like that who passed on it. Well, Devin's like, too busy yeah. complaining about getting double teamed in uh, you know down at the Saturday night run. He has. I don't. Sure Kobe ripping him for that. Yeah. yeah, he there's a guy who's got an attitude problem. Yeah. Devin Booker. I I yeah. wonder if he will ever win at a high level. Being the guy. I mean, I could see him pulling like a Boogie Cousins as his career advances and him realizing he's not going to win, you know, maturing and then being like, I got to get on a better team and fall in line. But a team where he's the guy? I don't know. But this seems like an empty threat to me because, uh, I mean, what is he going to – a player who really can make a difference? I mean, if Damian Lillard says, hey, I want to play, you're going to say no? Maybe. Because that, seriously, that's been a thing since he's taken over. He didn't like the the nature of how USA Basketball was run before, where players were coming in and out, and he he made he went with commitments. In fact, when he first took it over, you had to play in FIBA if you wanted to play in the Olympics. So it was a requirement. So, I don't know if he's sticking to that now, but so what is he going to do? Is he going to go down the list and see who had a legitimate excuse and who didn't? And then hold it against the ones that he, in his judgment, did not have a good excuse? Possibly. Hmm. All right. All right, PK. Well, it did turn out being rather embarrassing for Team USA to lose not only to France, but to Serbia, too. All right, we'll have more coming up next. We're live from the Utah RV Super Show. Come see us. It's open tonight until 9. It's open tomorrow, 2 o'clock p.m. to 9. Uh, to nine. Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'll have more straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.